0: Yeah, and answer to your question, yeah, it's okay to record uh, this conversation. Obviously, it's not a sermon, but I should probably still, uh, yeah, I think it'd be a good idea to just say that uh, I can't give permission to, to promulgate or publish this, uh, just because those are the kind of restrictions I'm living under. How do we prevent ourselves from being scandalized by things? L- let me talk about that, and, and I want to turn to another topic related in a second. Look, there's, with scandal, there's scandal offered and scandal taken. Scandal offered is, isn't this a nice apple? Since scandal taken is, yeah, let me take a bite out of it. <laughs> so, you know, there are two different things. So the fact that priests and bishops and even the Pope are acting scandalous at various and sundry times, I mean, you can't get worse scandal than the First Commandment, these violations of the First Commandment. I mean, come on, you know, thou shalt not have false gods before me. And then we commemorate it on October 13th. Let me, let me make a note of that right here. On October 13th, we had the the spectacle of seeing the Vatican issue these 10 euro coins, official coins, with one that has that uh, pagan goddess that's pregnant, and the other one, uh, with St. Peter welcome the immigrants. Well, as far as I'm concerned, those are symbolic warnings, too. It's October 13th, so we can, we can make a relationship to that in Fatima. It doesn't take any stretch. And I'm not going to develop this much, but just to point out, it seems to me that symbolically you're seeing a new religion coming into birth, being given birth to it. And St. Peter welcome all the immigrants is everybody will be welcome, except you and I, you know, the, the, the Catholics, so. It's this new environmental type religion. That's definitely a scandal. These things are scandalous. But taking scandal. The fact that somebody's doing something bad doesn't mean that I have to sin. In fact, I'm responsible for sinning. So if if I'm driving down the street and there's uh, some girl dressed in the hay sailor thing, you know, that's I'll work working a street corner, I say a prayer for her, but I, I'm not going to keep looking. St. Francis says there's many things you can't help seeing, but you can help looking in that department. So scandalous what's going on there, but... But I don't have to take scandal from it. And if I did, or any guy did, why? Then it'd be his fault. And it's the same with the priests and the bishops. It's not particularly surprising that priests fall, or it shouldn't be. I mean, people, if, if, if it is to people... They could read the Old Testament, and that would, that might cure, disabuse them of the notion, you know, because sometimes people say, I can't believe this. I said, have you ever heard of Caiaphas? Have you ever heard of Annas? Have you ever heard of, you know, Aaron built the golden calf? I mean, are, are you being serious? Have you ever heard of Saint Peter denying our Lord? I mean, we can go on and on and on. I'm not making fun of It's just point out that, that human weakness, putting on a collar doesn't prevent you from human weakness. It's sort of a devil attractant, you know. And so these guys, we have to pray harder for them, not be scandalized, because we don't know what the end of the story is. And we have to pray for them, but we don't want to be scandalized by them. And and we also don't want to follow them. So that's what I would do with that. I wouldn't take scandal. It's not impressive, but you have to have sort of a there-but-for-the-grace-of-God-go-I. I I certainly don't approve of it, but I'm not going to let it bear me down. Now, that's a good question. The question of divine providence. I think this is readily available online. There's a little booklets available as well, but Uniformity with the Will of God by Saint Alphonsus. It's a, a very small booklet, but I think if a person printed it out offline, it, it I don't know, it'd eight ten pages. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It's fantastic because it can help them in all circumstances. Like think how how ought I to bear this, and how ought I to think about things, and how so they keep their calm, they keep their patience. And and they just see, look, uh, God is permitting this. I haven't fallen out of the hands of a loving God. And that's the thing to keep all this in perspective. I mean, none of this is escaping God's attention. And so if it's happening, it's either because he wills it or he permits it. And frankly, how can we expect everything to go so swimming and lovely when we've done nothing but offend God, like almost as a first principle, for so long? Just even the Catholic people. We, you don't have to go out and think of the Catholic people. I mean, uh, people can roar and complain about all the, the abuses. And I, I'm with it. I understand that uh, in the sanctuary. And those are more important. But so many churches, you go there and I go, I don't see any priest holding a gun to these married people's head and tell them don't have any more kids. If they're wondering where the vocations are, it's because you didn't have the kids. Boy, that gets people mad when you point it out. But I mean, it has to be said. I don't see a priest holding a gun to people's head and saying, get married, get divorced, get married, get divorced, get these annulments, you know. I mean, and certainly there are real annulments. I wouldn't deny that. And certainly marriages are going to break up in a society like ours. So I'm not making fun of anybody. My heart goes out to them. But I'm pointing out that it's on both sides of the altar rail in the church. So you have all this chaos, idolatry, horrible stuff on one side of the communion rail, and you have other things on the other side, and the whole package deal, I want to say that, because the whole package deals nobody gets dealt out. There's not like, oh, we're good as a, as a group. We good, they bad, if that makes sense. And I'm not making light any of that, because that, we're talking about human suffering and pain. But in a situation like this, God can't bless a lie. And we have too much lying before God going on. Uh, we have things, so to just move away from the things I just said, but just, uh, seriously, in most churches, how long is a confession line? And yet everybody before this thing would go to communion. That, that's not possible. It is not possible that everybody in that church is disposed to receive our Lord. Not possible. The priests aren't warning the people. Everybody it goes to communion. They squawk about these politicians, and rightly so. rightly so, but I mean, they're no different than anybody else. Any any soul is precious in the eyes of the Lord, and they haven't been looked after. So after a while, it's kind of like everybody out of the pool. One can see why we've been permitted to go through these times. It's It's a big sifting out.